Hello and welcome to the Take 15 podcast. I'm Lauren Foster and this is the show where we bring you short conversations with some of the world's most thoughtful and accomplished people. This week, my colleague Bob Stammers is in the host seat. He sat down with Jonathan Stein, CEO and founder of Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor, to talk about building financial fortitude and resilience. Their conversation spans how Betterment has fared during the COVID-19 pandemic, the skills and abilities needed to build greater financial fortitude and resilience, and how Betterment is responding to investors' desire for greater information and education to help them deal with the current level of uncertainty. John is a CFA charter holder and a member of CFA Institute's Future of Finance Advisory Council. I hope you enjoy their conversation. John Stein, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Great to be here. Thank you, Bob. So you're a pioneer in online financial advice. And when you launched Betterment, a lot of people didn't think you'd get it off the ground and certainly wouldn't expand it to where it is today. So take us back to the beginning. Uh, what was your motivation for starting Betterment? From the beginning, I've been interested and motivated by uh, what helps people make better decisions. I got interested in college and economics uh, and psychology and the union of those two fields, behavioral economics. And uh, as I was graduating, no one was hiring people to help people make better decisions. That's not a career path. But I knew I, there was something interesting in, uh, in helping us overcome our irrational biases. And um, you know, I started working in financial services. I never really liked financial services. I always thought it was like a bit of a, of a gross industry, just helping make rich people richer. But I, uh, I found uh, in, that, in that industry a lot of interesting things, a lot of opportunities to, uh, to help broaden access. Uh, and the motivation for me to start Betterment was taking everything I learned about behavioral economics and financial services and just opening it up and making it accessible so that anyone could reach their goals, so that anyone could get good financial advice. And... When, I, when we launched at TechCrunch Disrupt 10 years ago, uh, Chris Saka you know, was one of the panelists judging us. Uh, and he said, this is just too simple. No one's ever going to use it. And I believed that making it easy for people to do the right thing with their money uh, was the only way to get them to do it. Uh, and so um, we've been on this journey for, for a long time now. Um, you know, Along the way, Jack Bogle told me, uh, if, uh, if you do this thing, you're going to help a lot of people. Uh, and so I've been motivated all along by this belief that by making really smart advice accessible and easy to use, we're going to help millions of people. Well, obviously, it's been a great success. But, you know, I noticed, I heard that you've had a surge of new accounts uh, due to the pandemic and its impact on the economy and the capital market. So who are these new clients? And why do you think these investors are turning to your platform now? So first, you're right. We saw more than a 25% jump year over year in new account signups in Q1 of 2020 versus Q1 of 2019. Q1 of 2020 is when all of this volatility started and, and things kind of went, went sideways uh, in the economy uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, but we, uh, we've continued to see strong account openings. We've seen 
more customers making deposits than withdrawals. I mean, obviously, we always see that we're, we're, we're growing. But even in this time, even in March, when volatility was at its highest, and people have been telling us for years, just wait till you're tested by a down market, it's going to be terrible. But what happened was, for all of our customers, 26% uh, uh, more customers made ad hoc deposits, meaning they decided to come in and deposit money, than you know, than withdrawals, meaning they decided to come in and and, and take money out. And for our millennial customers, it was 37% more making uh, deposits than withdrawals. And uh, and so even in the worst month, uh, people were still exhibiting that that good behavior of constantly. And that, that sets aside auto deposits, which people also left on, but people were actually actively coming in and making deposits. And what I think is driving that is um, our customers are professionals. They are at a point in their careers where they're making money. Uh, the average Betterment customer has uh, an income over $100,000. I think it's between $120,000 and $140,000 average. And, uh, and they're thinking, you know, I don't know that I'm making the most of this. Maybe I maybe I ought to have it, you know, smartly managed. And our our tax automation, our rebalancing, our asset location software helps customers actually generate a higher return than they could investing through any discount broker, a free broker, any sort of other platform that they can invest on. And our customers are optimizers. They're people who like the card with the highest reward points, you know, because they want to make the most of their money. And in this time where there's volatility, all of those algorithms that we use to make the most of your money, they're kicking to life, right? They're in high gear. Uh, so tax loss harvesting, we traded something like 8.5 billion of notional, um, almost all of which was two-sided in March of this year. And so that was rebalancing, buying stocks cheap, and then uh, our customers were able to, to ride, the, ride the, the rebound in the market. It was tax loss harvesting. It was all those kinds of things that we do for customers to help them make the most of their money. And that's why they're bringing money, more, more money to us today. So do you have a sense of these like do-it-yourself investors that have decided that they need additional advice as well? Or I mean, do you have a sense of you know, what they're looking for now that this volatility? I, I would assume that a lot of them are you know, having gone through a down cycle before, don't have some of the knowledge that they need, so they're turning to your platform. Is that, is That's that a, exactly right. I think some of our, our prototypical customer might be someone like me. When I was in my 20s uh, coming out of college, I started reading the financial news and I took, you know, the little bit of money that I was saving, the little bit of like graduation money that I had, and I was investing that actively. And even though I knew I probably wasn't going to do better than, you know, than, than, the, than the average, and I had some index funds too, I had fun trading some stocks. And I learned over time that I really, um, you know, I made some good bets, I made some terrible bets, I bought Enron on the way down, uh, famously. <laughs> and I, uh, I learned that despite all the time I was putting into it, um, I just wasn't going to generate a much better return than what I could get uh, if I just brought a broad-based index, you know, smart smart asset allocation. And I think a lot of our customers are kind of like me in that maybe they've been investing their money on their own for a while, they've been doing it, uh, and they just, they've come to that point where now they're maybe thinking about having a family, or they're getting serious in their career, or they're thinking about saving for more education. 
whatever it is, money is more meaningful and significant to them. And so they're looking to make the most of it, you know, and, and they have other things in their lives, so they can't be actively trading it themselves. And betterment is, is going to help them make the most of it. So, John, I find it interesting that Betterment's mission, help customers do what's right with their money so that they can live better. It doesn't even mention investing. So what is Betterment's role in educating investors on basic money management and investment principles and best practices? Well, from the beginning, we've thought about everyday money management as an important part of our mission. In fact, when I first started Betterment, I, I didn't know if we were going to be an investment advisor or a broker dealer or a bank or what exactly, where we'd play in that spectrum uh, uh, until I did some research and I'd heard a bunch of people asking me, what should I do with my money? And the biggest pain point, the one that I thought we could address first was this like long-term retirement, thinking about like, how do I, how do I invest? How do I, how do I make the most of my long-term money? But really, in order to help people make the most of their money, you have to help them with their everyday money too. Uh, because one of the most important things we can do for our customers is help them know that they're saving enough, that their spending is in line with their income, that, uh, that they're thinking about how their income might grow or not over time. And kind of bringing it all together to help people live better, you have to help them with today, tomorrow, and someday, uh, and so uh, we uh, we started out there in the someday, the long term. But it's always been part of the vision to come into every day. And so uh, this year, we launched our checking and savings, which is uh, the partial realization of that that initial vision. There's still a lot of work to do to uh, to bring the same optimization that we have done for for ten years around your long term money to your everyday money to help you make the most of every dollar. Yeah, it's, it's a really good point. You know, I noticed that some people that invest don't necessarily have the personal finance skills to save more to optimize their savings so they can invest more. So that brings me to my next question, which is that the current environment, you know, um, really requires better financial skills. Um, and to lead people to what at CFA, at CFA Institute we call financial fortitude, which is the the skills to... Uh, avoid financial issues, and then financial resilience, which is the ability to kind of rebound after they occur. So I'm wondering what money management, financial planning, or investment management principles should we be offering to clients? I couldn't agree more. Like I said at the outset, my real background, my interests have been around behavioral economics and nudges and the kinds of things we can do to coach people along the way. I don't believe that financial education is sufficient to help people reach great outcomes. I think it's essential. I think it's, it's necessary uh, to help people live better and to help them make the most of their money. But you also need great products that give smart nudges and behavioral feedback along the way. Because looked at uncharitably, the story of financial services is about taking advantage of human behavior, right? We are short-sighted. We don't think that about, you know, we, we may know that the life expectancy is 80 years, but we don't treat every one of those days that we're going to live the same. We think a lot about today, a little bit about tomorrow, and almost none about the, the distant future. It's very hard for us. So we hyper-discount. And we don't think that we're going to make mistakes. We don't anticipate those kinds of mistakes um, because we think very highly of ourselves. That's another behavioral uh, trait that, that humans share in common. 
And so uh, we can help people do better through smart nudges. So for instance, um, we're goal-based. We help people think about their savings in, in a group of goals. You might have a down payment on a house. You might have a safety net. You might have a retirement and a college savings. And each of those is a portfolio that Betterment recommends and the client approves for that particular goal. Each can have an auto deposit associated with it so that you're regularly contributing to a thing and you know what that thing is because research has shown that if you know what you're saving for, you're a lot more likely to stay committed than if you don't. And over time, as we go along, we don't show you what did the market do today. I mean, you can dig in and you can find out how your, your account is performing, but the headline on the front page of Betterment is you're on track to this goal. And that's the kind of thing that customers need to know to stay committed and stay the course over time. So we, we know from a recent future finance study that we did at CFA Institute that on millennials in the US that um, invest, you know, the greatest block to investing uh, for millennials is a lack of knowledge. So what do you think the role of traditional investment management and advisory firms should be in this area? We've done some research because many of our customers are millennial professionals in their families on this segment. And we found that uh, 39% said that they had funds across multiple retirement savings plans. Um, many of them, as many as a quarter, uh, didn't know that they could roll funds from one plan into another. Uh, so there's definitely a lack of investor education, uh, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and that's something that um, we can try to help overcome. But as I said before, I don't think education is sufficient. I think we actually have to build better products. I like to talk about what we do uh, in, uh, in at Betterment is bringing back the feeling of defined benefits in a defined contribution world. We don't have pensions or defined benefit plans anymore the way that, that we used to, unless you're a government employee uh, in America, you don't, you're, you're unlikely to have a pension. Um, but for, uh, uh, we do have 401ks. It's just that people don't know how to use them. We have this, like, this defined contribution plan and yet only about 11% of retirement spending comes out of savings. Uh, it is, uh, most of it's still social security, that's a third, most of it's, a lot of it's working in retirement, that's another third. Um, it's not about, uh, it's not the investments that you've made throughout your life. And we can change that, but we need better investment advice and tools that help us save the right amount, help us know when to spend it, and that's what we've created and that's what we've made accessible to all these millennials who are just getting started on, on their savings journey today and to the young professionals who are, who are in their 40s and 50s. A lot of people don't know that a third of Betterment's assets come from people who are 50 plus and that we have features like retirement income that help you spend your income smartly into retirement. Uh, so we've built out this, this full suite of tools that helps you manage um, and, uh, and that's because I don't think education is sufficient. You need these tools to kind of help you along the way. Uh, speaking of tools, um, I noticed that one of your colleagues wrote an article about what investors can learn from the stock market, hmm. which for those who don't know is, is a part of a very popular Nintendo Switch game called uh, Animal Crossing where people can sell and buy turnips on a type of exchange. So I wanted to know what your thoughts were about gamification of financial education and how organizations can take, take advantage of the excitement and consistent content that comes with a popular game. I, I worry a little bit about the, the words gamification, what, like uh, in part because it makes it feel like investing is like uh, a casino. And I think mm -hmm. like 
uh, it can be that, right? Like I think we're seeing in this pandemic time, a lot of people who went because casinos are closed and because sports aren't playing, there's nothing to bet on. Uh, retail investors are increasingly turning to the stock market as a casino, uh, as a source of entertainment. And that's fine. I don't have like a, a moral problem with that. I do have a financial problem with that is it's like not a good way for people to make the most of their money. Um, you know, you ought to be broadly diversified and tax managed and all these kinds of things. If you actually, you know, are counting on that money, not just for entertainment, but for gains. Uh, and so, um, what we do at Betterment is we seek to uh, accept customers as they are, right? Come to us, you know, we know that you're human. We know that like, um, uh, that uh, things are, that, that engagement is important. Um, everyday uh, engagement is important, which is why we're sort of in the everyday money management world. But also um, doing things for people or recommending the right answer is important because you may not come to it on, on your own. And so for instance, in everyday money management, we have a feature that we call um, two-way sweep, where we use our cash analysis that looks at your checking account, whether it's a Betterment checking account or a linked external account, and we calculate 21 to 35 days worth of expenses based on the paychecks that we see coming in and the expenses that we see going out of that account. And we make sure that that account keeps that 21 to 35 day buffer. And if you get too much built up in there, we'll sweep it out into a high yield savings account. And if we see too little and you have some bills coming due, we'll sweep money back uh, into your checking account automatically. So automatically making the most of your money. It's, uh, it is a way of, uh, of using technology and automation uh, to help you make the most of it. It's not exactly a game, but it is uh, engaging. It is engaging with your money. It's, uh, it's, it's helping customers to know that they have a financial partner and you can optimize the settings. You can customize those bands. You can kind of get in there and make it work best for you. It's interesting now that you said that, it's like it's almost like by doing that, you're engaging people and teaching them about budgeting and you know the, the cash flows necessary. You were talking before about um, telling people what they were saving for so they could basically pay themselves, right, first. So it's interesting because you're kind of teaching them those personal financial concepts, but without them having to uh, necessarily know them ahead of time. Exactly. There's, uh, there's a lot to education that has to come in the moment, right? Because we can spend, you know, whatever you learned in uh, high school or college, uh, once, you're, once you're my age, you've forgotten. <laughs> um, and so the education has to be in the moment and relevant to the thing. So we'll tell you about goals. We'll tell you when you're about to make a withdrawal from Betterment, what's the tax impact of that withdrawal? And what we've seen is that uh, that can stop up to 75% of allocation changes, um, people fidgeting around with their account, because they see, oh, actually there's an impact to me doing this that I hadn't really registered. And so they, maybe they stop, maybe they stop to avoid the taxes. Even more importantly, maybe they stop because it keeps them from market timing. Uh, and so just through some smart behavior and education at the right moment, uh, we're able to help people get to significantly better outcomes. So since you are an online advisor and since you do communicate online with nudges and other, other things that we spoke about, I'm wondering from your experience starting and running Betterment, what are some of the practical insights that you could provide investment professionals about optimal ways to communicate with or educate their clients? 
We have a number of ways that we partner with advisors. We have great advisors who use our Betterment for Advisors platform to manage their client money. And what those advisors tend to do best is help their clients with their plans. They help them set those goals. They help them uh, create uh, the, right, the right targets. They talk to uh, you know, uh, couples. Uh, they think holistically about families uh, and, uh, and bring in that whole picture. We, uh, we partner with those advisors. We also offer CFPs um, on our own staff that clients can call and talk to. Uh, and so we learn from those interactions uh, with clients. Uh, we learn how to improve our tools. Uh, we learn how to improve the materials that we provide to our advisor partners. Uh, and so we're always trying to get this like real client feedback about what people are doing, how they're using our tools, both to improve the tools, but also to help advisors better use our tools. Yeah, do you ever um, categorize your um your clients into different type, different investor types when you do nudges, do you do any time that kind of work? All kinds. Um, we think about different personas that, that might use Betterment. Uh, we think about uh, different uh, demographics. Uh, there's different slices, you know, for, for different kinds. But a lot of what, what uh, Betterment is like a fully personalizable platform, right? And a lot of what it comes down to is your unique situation, your income, your, uh, your household, your, you know, whether you have kids, whether you're married, those kinds of things, your age, your demographics, uh, these kinds of inputs, your spouse's income and, and, uh, and, and wealth, if, if they have any, putting all of that together into a full picture for you, and then asking about what are your goals? What are you saving for? With that information, we can provide a really good financial plan for somebody uh, and keep them on track to it. And, uh, and, and we see now through the everyday uh, uh, initiatives into your checking account so we can see how you're spending and saving day to day and use that information to further inform your plan. Um, so it just keeps getting richer and, and richer, this sense of who you are and how we can personalize for you. We have things like socially responsible investing and, uh, and, and custom, customizable, flexible portfolios uh, for clients, which a lot of people don't know that we do. Sometimes people think, you know, we're just like, you know, there's a single betterment portfolio. But I like to remind folks that, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's 300 plus million Americans and there's 300 million plus different possible portfolios uh, available at Betterment. Uh, it's really customized to your goals. Great. Well, sadly, we have to leave it there. John, it's been a real pleasure talking with you and getting more information about Betterment and your insights on how you can impart information to clients. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Bob. This has been fun. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts and it helps others find the show. Also, a quick reminder, this podcast isn't intended to provide expert advice on the topics we covered. If you need tax, accounting, or legal advice, please consult a professional. I am Lauren Foster. Thanks so much for listening.